0: Hello, friends, and welcome to another moment of Black History Moments. This show is going to be broken up into two segments because I don't want to run over 20 minutes on each segment. I don't want you to get bored. I just want to keep your attention for a short period of time. You know, I grew up in Akron, Ohio, a South High School graduate, a 44307 West Side gang member. But we wasn't the kind of gangs that they have today. Our gangs consisted of getting together and going to the East Side rollercade, going to the Custer Stand, hanging out in Perkins Woods. Some of you out there know what I'm talking about. Whether it was Akron, Cleveland, Canton, Columbus, New York, Chicago, it was all the same. Our gang members was our schoolmates. And we graduated 12th grade with the same schoolmates we started kindergarten with. Ewing, Brinson, Marsh... Stormer These were guys that I grew up with and hung out with. These were lifelong friends. Guys that I cannot think about Akron or think about my youth without thinking of them. And a month after graduation, we found ourselves in the United States Army. And after we got separated, we found other friends. And I'm here to tell you there is no friends like the ones that you grew up with and the ones that you served with. All this is leading up to my father's generation of military service. What happened to them and how they were treated. So get settled for a few minutes. And we're going to slip into darkness where we will get some facts and get some truth and shame the devil. In 1943, the U.S. 8th Army Quartermaster Trucking Company, a black company, was stationed in Lancashire, England. Now, the things that happened there was officially downplayed in order not to undermine the morale of the home front. But the events of one night led to the conviction of 27 black American soldiers. Lancashire is a town in northern England. And in 1943, the U.S. 8th Army Quartermaster Truck Company a black company, apart from a few white officers, had been stationed. In 1980, a black British maintenance worker by the n- name of Clinton Smith found these bullet holes in the woodwork of this one pub. This led him to discover these were a few shots fired in anger in England during World War Two, which had been largely forgotten. These were not shots fired by invading troops, but by American G.I.s against their own military police. He was told this was the remnants of the Battle of the Bamber Bridge, where black American troops faced off against the white United States Army military police on the night of June 24th through the 25th in 1943. Now, this was more of a skirmish than a battle, but it did lead to the death of Private William Crossland and injuries to four other Black American soldiers in a five-hour confrontation, which spread from the Old Hob Inn at one end of the town to the Adams Hall Army Camp, And the whole incident is typical of the clashes on and around bases in Britain between black and white American troops, 44 to 60, between November 1943 and February 1944, which was caused by the racism in a segregated army. Now, this was especially the case in a foreign country where the black soldiers saw around them a very different reality from that they faced at home. A non-segregated society where they were welcomed as fellow fighters against fascism rather than tolerated hod carriers for the army as they were generally treated. From what I understand, this is how this went down in 1943 black troops and white locals were hanging out just chilling in this pub words were exchanged something that's not unusual when you start drinking that bourbon but anyway the military police arrived and tried to arrest a private eugene nunn for not wearing the proper uniform but they faced new solidarity from british white soldiers who challenged the military police with why do you want to arrest them they're not doing anything or bothering anybody now i can just imagine what was going through those brothers minds when they realized a white person was standing up for them something that had never happened in their lives the incident escalated into a fistfight and the military police took a beat down. When they returned with reinforcements to meet the group, now returning to camp, a battle developed in the streets. Shots were fired and Private Crossland died with a bullet in his back. When rumors spread at the camp that brothers had been shot, scores of men formed a crowd, some carrying rifles, Around midnight, more military police showed up with a machine gun-equipped vehicle, convinced many of the black soldiers that the police intended to kill them, so they drew rifles. Some barricaded themselves into the base, while others tore off back into town, leading to running shooting battles in the streets. There's no doubt that many of the black American troops standing up to the military police that night were influenced by news filtering through of race riots in Detroit on June 20th, where defenseless black men were attacked by racist police that was responsible for the deaths of 17 of the 25 African-Americans killed. In his essays, George Orwell alluded to the often quoted assertion that American GIs were oversexed, overpaid, and overhear. But he qualified this with the observation that the general consensus of opinion is that the only American soldiers with decent manners are the Negroes. The Black American servicemen were welcomed into the leisure time of their British hosts in ways that spread solidarity. A former Black GI remembers, at that time the jitterbug was in and the Blacks would get a buggin' and the English just loved that. We would go into a dance hall and just take over the place because everybody wanted to learn how to do that American dance, the jitterbug. You see, the town did not share the U.S. Army's segregationalist attitudes. When U.S. military authorities demanded that the town's pub impose a color bar, the landlords responded with signs that read, Black Troops Only. Now, I know that ticked some people off. One white lieutenant was remembered by saying, One thing I notice here, which I do not like, is the fact that the English don't draw any color line. The English must be pretty ignorant. I can't see how a white girl could associate with a Negro. So there you have it, my friends. Right to the core. This sort of attitude exemplifies the particular resentment over the way black troops openly fraternized with white British women. Many of the confrontations during this period were sparked by the ease of interracial relationships in a British rather than American context. But the military authorities were not giving up. They tried to push back against this by imposing Jim Crow segregation in Britain. Now, I know I've mentioned Jim Crow before, and some of you might not know what the Jim Crow laws were. So here is a few of them. You were denied the right to vote. You were segregated in public transportation, schools, and private accommodations. And any other laws that they saw fit, and you were victimized by lynching and other forms of brutality. So, these are the Southern laws that they tried to bring into England, but England wasn't having it. The pubs was a place of sanctuary where black troops mingled with mainly friendly locals and where the segregation many had to endure in the American South was, thankfully, absent. In 1948, Harry Truman signed Executive Order 9981, which eventually led to the integration of the United States Armed Forces, while the conviction of the troops involved at Bamber Bridge were largely overturned. Soldiers returned to Jim Crow segregation in the US, with the reality that some veterans were lynched in their uniforms. But the new freedoms they experienced in Europe meant they were not prepared to put up with discrimination, racism and racial violence again. A black veteran Wilfred Strange, said in the documentary film chocolate soldiers from the usa i think the impact these soldiers had by volunteering was the initiation of the civil rights movement because these soldiers were never going back to be discriminated against again none of us were so there you have it my friends This is how our fathers were treated in the Army, in the Navy, in the Marines, in the Air Force. And a lot of this was caused by W.E.B. Du Bois stating to black American men that he thought volunteering for the military was a good thing because he thought it would bring about racial harmony. How wrong was he? That music tells me that it's that time, my friends. Until next time, it has been my honor.